0: so thank you again Kiara for meeting with me for this um just to give you an overview again I was reading push out the criminalization of black women I mean black girls in schools um by Monique Morris and a lot of it talked about different things such as um different like stereotypes such as like the black girl attitude where eye rolling finger snapping or like people would kind of just call them like ghetto and things like when they do talk, when they do stick up for themselves, they're just talking back. The idea of like black women being kind of more mature and like this kind of Jezebel figure. So like they're over-policing of their bodies and over-sexualization of black women. Um, and then also like just the over-criminalization of black women in schools. So I was just wondering um, how, like what school, like did you, were you in a public school and like how was like treatment of black girls in general or like you specifically in that school? Um,
1: Okay, so I will say my sister and I both went to private and public school um, because she and I are younger. We started school early. And so when it came time to do transition from kindergarten to first grade um, in the state of Florida, you have to be six years old by September 1st to go to first grade. And she and I, both my birthdays are late in the year. And so we had to go to private school in order to be admitted for that year and not have to wait another one. My mom wasn't having that. Um, So we went to private school for first through third grade. Um, And then after that, we both transitioned to a public magnet school for fourth and fifth. Um, And I enjoyed my time like throughout elementary, middle school and high school. We always went to magnet schools. um, So there was always like a designated program um, outside of like the regular schooling. And I'm not sure if that affected like how I felt like we were treated as black women. But I will say that it definitely felt like it was more controlled um, than just like the regular schooling system, just because there was a bit more structure and just a bit more supervision on our education and just on our facilitation as students. Um, But I will say like throughout my time, because I'm from Miami, a lot of my, a lot of our population anyway, was either black or Hispanic. So it's not black or Latino. I'm sorry. So it's not the same for everybody else where like a lot of people went to school with a lot of white children. That wasn't my or my sister's experience growing up. We often had like a lot of black peers, a lot of Black teachers, or it was Latino. So that was pretty much one of the two that you were going to get. Um, But I do remember a lot of scenarios where at times the Black students were just seen as a bit more rowdy and I feel like there was a bit more type of control to try and make sure that we were like on our behavior or like doing well. There was a bit more concern when it came to us performing well. And so it was an interesting dichotomy just because I feel like we were pressured to do well but also like expected to not do as well in certain scenarios. Um and I feel like this was more so in middle school on the Neil do Die. I remember I had a teacher who and oftentimes I was told like when I went home and stuff that like I was very smart, but like I talked a lot. And like I feel like a lot of black girls were told that as they were younger. And it didn't bother me because like my parents made sure to be like, Okay, you know, like, that's fine, just make sure that you like like be careful, like the way that you do it and stuff like that. But for other people, I don't know. If it's something that would have staggered their growth, I imagine that it could have And just like this limiting of children and their minds and like how they speak as something that can kind of cripple their education and like not make them want to learn as much. And that's not something that we should ever try to take away. Um, But I do remember this one scenario in, I think, seventh grade or so when I my science teacher um, made a comment about me being like my mother, whom he had never met um because I was tapping a water bottle on the desk um and I didn't realize that I was doing it but I was just mindlessly like I I have trouble like sitting still and so like I was just tapping my feet tapping the bottle and like I remember he turned around he said you know if you tap that bottle on the desk one more time I'm going to come over and break your arm off that's what he said and when I tell people that story people are often like wow like that's really crazy like he shouldn't have said that like that's wrong and for me it didn't even dawn on me as like something very problematic that he had said um and he was a white teacher at the time or yeah he was white um but like to me it was just like rude and annoying and it was like he could have just told me put the bottle down but for other people like it dawned on them more that it's like no like why did he speak to you that way and i don't think that if i had been one of the white students in our class or like the latino students that he would have approached it the same way Mm -hmm. Um, And I think throughout that class, like there were a lot of times where we kind of butted heads. And I remember one time there was this letter he sent home that he wanted our parents to sign um, just regarding something in the classroom structure. My mom didn't want to sign it. And my dad was like, let's just sign it. You know, let's just like not make a big deal. Let's sign it. My mom was like, no, not signing it. Um, And so when I went to school the next day and told him that, he said, you know, okay. so I see like you get your attitude from your mother and so you know needless oh. to say like that escalated into a few other things but like it's just like that's something that stands out to me because I don't think that it's something that would have occurred had I not been like a black student who was sassy or like smart um in the not in the intelligence sense but in the sense that I had something to say all of the time so that's just something I remember
0: wow that is actually insane to hear that a, a teacher would <laughs> yeah. ever say that to any student like but it is something to say just that like Um, just this idea of black women, black girls all having this attitude that like, you either get it from your mom or like, and I think because of the stereotype, it's, um, maybe that's why he decided he had to be aggressive with you first because he felt that you were going to snap back or Mm. something like that. So that could definitely be like a factor into that, which is, uh, just kind of like completely awful. Like, this is how you treat your students. Um, something that I thought was very interesting that when you were talking is just, um, kind of like the support you get from your parents. And I just wanted to see anything like just kind of talk about that, because I know throughout the books, um, uh, Dr. Morris kind of talks about the perspective from both students and parents. And the parents kind of like seem like they seem to side more with their teachers because they do feel like they also like, I don't know about you, but like my mom also thinks that like, you know, when you speak up for yourself, you're all of a sudden talking back to your mom or s- things like that. So I was wondering if you have anything like to say about like that or like your parents, like, cause I feel like from that story, it just felt like a lot of support coming from you. Like, even if, you know, your teachers did say, try to say something about you or like the class structure. Yeah,
1: I feel like growing up, like, my sister and I always knew, like, what the expectation was, so it was, like, we might, like, be, like, a little slick at times, but we knew, like, there was no way we were going to act about school, because we knew what was going to happen when we came home, and so it was just, like, our parents, like, they're, like, my parents were always very supportive of us, you know, like, in whatever we wanted to do, and even now, like, they still are always, like, listen, I know this is what you say you want to, like, pursue as a career, I know this is where you want to go for school and all that, but, like, just know that, like, we're proud of you, we love you, like, and, you know, like, we value you, even if, you know, it doesn't feel like that all the time and I think that it's something that I'm going to make sure I do with my kids because it's important especially now with like mental health and everything that your kids know how you feel about those things so that they don't feel pressured by like expectations or you know things that they think they should be doing um but I will say like at least for me um growing up like my parents were always like you know when stuff would happen at school sometimes we would come home and tell them and our parents like just in the safety of our house would be like okay well did you like say anything of that nature and my sister and I normally like would always get so upset because we're like, why don't you just like take our side right away? And like, I didn't understand it at first, but like as I grew older, it was like I understood because my dad was always like, you know, we believe you and all like we're always going to defend you, but like well, we want you to give us the whole story because we don't want there to be any reason for them to try and twist it the way that the people often do twist narratives against Black women and Black children in education. So it's like if you give us the whole truth and we make sure that we get that from you, then we can handle it accordingly. Versus you thinking that you need to hold something back if something did happen. And so, like, I understood that. And I feel like their their push has always been honesty. My dad, in particular, has always tried to make sure that my sister and I felt like we could talk to him. And, like, that he has that relationship with us where we can communicate so that he knows that there's something wrong with his daughters and I think that it's important and I'm glad that he's, like, tried to do that throughout my life, so.
0: Yeah, I know that. I have, like, the same with my parents, so that's pretty, like, cool that, like, you know, they are, you have these support systems that are helping you through, like, schooling and stuff like that. And then, like, one of my last things I kind of wanted to talk about was just, like, um like, support systems, like, within the school. Like, as you said, like you said, it seemed like sometimes it did seem, like, concern while other times it kind of, was, like, um kind of, like, I don't know, like, not, overbearing but like you know like kind of like like rep like they're kind of reprimanding you or something like that and I just want to know like and it is very different for at least for me hearing about having majority like black and Latino teachers um, because I grew up with only like maybe three black teachers from K through 12 I think most of my black professors came from like being in college, so I was wondering if it's any difference between, you know, having well, if you think there's a difference between having these black teachers and like your experience with them, also just um, the idea of well, yeah, just that.
1: Yeah, I feel like that definitely made an impact on me because, like, I'm just like more sure. I think going into and coming into like a PWI, I was just more sure of like what the expectation of a student teacher relationship should look like and like where my rights are and just like where i can and cannot like have agency with certain things i feel like there was always a mix like i said but there was always always some like either one or two black teachers who really um looked out and that was in every grade level at least for me um all throughout high school my magnet program specifically was led by a black teacher and she like really pushed us really communicated with us and our parents like and just to make sure that you knew someone was watching out for you um at one point, one of our vice principals, she was also Black, and she just, like, you can just tell that there was a little bit of extra care handled in the way that she spoke to Black students and the way that she still facilitated us, and I think that that's always something that you could use. Um, but even some of my Latino professors, like, and my teachers, like, it I think it just comes down to, honestly, your intention as a teacher, and when we talk about, like, how you see your students, like, not as, like, a paycheck or just as, like, people that you're trying to get to learn, but, like, children that you're trying to, like, foster and, like, really educate and really help them to understand how valuable this education and how important this is for them. And I feel like I was lucky to have a lot of teachers regardless of their race or ethnicity who really cared about that. And so I feel like that was what made me as a student really you know, like school at certain times and just also feel like, okay, like I am smart, even when I don't feel like I do well, I know that there's someone looking out for me. I know that there are people who are willing to help me. And I think that that, like, made all the difference in coming to a school like Georgetown, where some professors aren't always as warm and welcoming um, and ready to facilitate education. So,
0: Wow, yeah. No, that does sound like a completely different experience that I have for, like, my public <laughs> schools. But that does really sound amazing. Thank you again, Kiara, for answering some of these You're questions. I hope you have a great rest of your finals.
1: Thank you.